2: It's finished. Success Chronicles. Go take care of your Chronicles. It's than just winning.
1: Success
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker. Uh, coming to you with a hangout highlight session uh with my guys, the Oganyemi brothers. Uh, family for me, man, just great man from a great family, uh, doing great things. And, you know, always um, all about highlighting and uplifting. But, man, when you have people that come from the same family and just doing amazing things, man, I think it's so awesome. And got to make sure we show love and support for the things that you guys are doing. So, first, I'll just let you guys – we're just going to go around and just, you know, oldest to youngest and let you guys kind of say who you are. And we've, we've done a session before. We've done some content before. But I wanted to, you know, just catch up with everybody. Let's just just have some good time together like we always do. <laughs> so uh, yes, sir. we'll we'll start off with oldest to youngest. Just tell um who you are and, and where you're at.
2: <laughs> All right. Um I promised myself I wouldn't be
0: long winded today so they don't have
2: to fuss at me during our call. But um I'm Dr. Clement Ogan Um I'm a resident of Springdale, Arkansas. Um uh i've been here about 11 years i'm a graduate of grandma state university uh, where i obtained my, my bachelor's of business management uh, with a minor in economics from there I've, I've gotten my mba in finance as well as my doctorate in business administration in finance um currently i'm working for 4q financial 4q pro financial management and consulting which is a company i started about four years ago and been doing full-time here um, for the last three years, um, it's been pretty good to me. Uh, it's been very good to me, actually. It's opened yeah. a lot of doors um, that probably would not have otherwise been opened. Um, and, you know, each each time I've had a job, I've taken some of those pieces of learning experience and pieces of information, and I've been applying them to my own company and just, you know, learning and growing, you know, each year. Um, and I, I'm, I'm very grateful for it um, and grateful for everything that, that's been going on up to this point.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: All right, Nick. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, I'm Joshua Ogunyemi, Obviously, um, calling in from New Orleans, Louisiana. I too am a graduate of Grambling State University. Doesn't matter what I got my degree in. Um, I got my MBA and my doctoral degree in the school of hard knocks, real mm. life
2: experience.
1: <laughs> 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 but no, man. Um, Currently, um, I do work. Well, I do uh, work with recruiting and placement for, uh, uh, for people down here in New Orleans, um, as well as on the side my own personal uh, growing my own personal brand and business. XLU, um, branding and consulting. So, I just work with businesses, entrepreneurs, um, on building their brands primarily through uh, graphic design and uh, service and product development things like that. So. Uh, it's really been start ha- growing as actually uh, towards the end of this year. So uh, some really exciting things happening. I'm a husband of, as they say, one wife, um, and i will be remiss not to mention her. Um, and then my two beautiful kids, Kennedy and my namesake Joshua. Very proud of my my family and um, that I come from and the one that I've uh, had a hand in building. So. Um, Just another exciting time to come hang out with my boys. Um, On to you, Olalu.
0: Let's go.
3: All right, sorry about that. trying to figure out how to unmute myself here. All right, so first of all, um, I'm glad to be here. My name is Olalu Ogunyemi. Um, I am a graduate also, I guess a third of this uh, bunch, third graduate. Um, Of course, I'm the one that, that kept it going and then somebody messed it up here later, but they're a graduate of <laughs> Grambling State University with a degree in uh, computer information systems. Uh, I'm a captain in the United States Marine Corps, currently stationed in California. Um, I'm a husband of one wife, like Joshua said, um, because anything else is illegal in the United States um, with three beautiful children. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, again i'm just excited to be here Um, very excited to uh see what's next uh, i'll be rotating here uh next summer um from where i am now so uh, i won't give spill any details because i haven't even told my wife because i just found out this morning um i probably will spill details a little bit later but uh, uh i'm excited to come on here and talk with you guys and, and discuss it so
4: i look forward to having a great discussion appreciate it all right dan you up man you know, they always say the best for last. And that's definitely what my parents planned on doing. God had already written it. Um, so praise God for uh, his mighty works in the family.
0: Hey, before you I go am- on, I'm sorry, man. Before you go on, <laughs> the, the, every, the rest of them, they looking at you like. <laughs> that, if,
4: if you notice, if you notice, I wasn't even looking at the screen because, you know, they tell you, you to yeah. turn a blind eye to your haters. Um <laughs> Also, let me go ahead and tell you a story about Joseph. Now, I'll spare you, I'll spare you, Mm -hmm. Um, David too. But anyway, I am Daniel Adeola Ogunyemi. I am the one that did not go to Grammar State University. Um, I moved to Bolivar, Missouri, which I thought was pronounced Bolivar. Moved to Bolivar, Missouri on a basketball scholarship to Southwest Baptist University. I obtained my bachelor's in psychology, and then went to Evangel University in Springfield, Missouri, where I currently reside, um, to obtain my master's in clinical mental health counseling. Uh, I also am married to Kai, Um, we have a two-year-old, Kian, um, and I work in the diversity and inclusion office for uh, a mental health organization. Um, which is kind of fun. I, I've kind of gone around. I've gone to child welfare. Um, I spent some time working with individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, and it's kind of cool now to be back into kind of my, my first love of mental health um, and that being married yeah. with diversity and inclusion and trying to create um, equity and access um, and inclusion for historically excluded groups. So that's what I get to do.
0: Man, that's awesome, Dan. So, <clears throat> thank you guys for you know, doing the intros, and you know, as you can see, it, it's always a good time. It's always fun times, but but really, like at the core seriousness, man. Every one of you guys are doing amazing things, man. And so, I think it's just awesome. So I commend you guys, and just want to give you opportunity to kind of talk a little bit. I know you kind of touched on you know some of the things that you're doing, but I know like some of you guys have projects, you know, that you've put out there. Um, and so I want to give you an opportunity, you know, to talk about those so people can go get those books and show you some love and give you some support, man. So so we'll do the same thing. Doc, you'll, you can go first.
2: All right. Um, I, I'll, I'll try to remain brief again, Joshua, um, but um, I'm, I'm always um, a little uneasy to talk about myself yeah but i will today <laughs> um yeah. um i did release a a new product this year that i'm i'm super was i've been super excited about um because my, my my life's mission or at least the last i don't know since i was 19 so the last however many years we won't say um i've been very, very passionate about getting financial literacy to every household in america you know that's the the dream the goal um the passion my life's work, whatever you want to call it has been to get financial literacy into every home, every child's home, so that nobody has an excuse when they're they're an adult you know not to make financial or or savvy financial decisions, whether it's you know buying you know buying a home, buying a car, whether they should finance it. Um, how, to, how to grow their money, you know, just little things. And um, so with the, the product that I released this year, some financial literacy flashcards, um, which we went around and around about, you know, how, how we want to, you know, put it out there, what terms should be on there, what graphics should be on there. And, you know, it was, yeah. um, I, I'd be remiss to say that it was a, a collaborative effort. Um, because we had a lot of back and forth, a lot of, Hey, that doesn't make sense. And like, well, I thought it made sense. And, you know, we come back the next day, like, Hey, you know, you're right. You were right. Um, but being able to put that product out and have the most rudimentary terms, you know, things like what is, what is wealth? You know, what is an asset? What's a liability? How do you calculate your own net worth? Um, Because a lot of people don't understand that a lot of people are afraid to even consider what their net worth is, because what a lot of us will find is that, you know, we have a negative net worth. You know, we might, you know, see everybody driving these flashy cars and then you say, well, that looks like wealth. And, you know, once they take a deeper dive into their own situations, they realize, hey, I'm not wealthy at all. You know, I'm the opposite. I'm upside down on a lot of things because I haven't taken care of, you know, the, the small Things that I need to take care of in order to be financially savvy, in order to make you know good financial decisions. So I think the flashcards are a, an excellent segue into that. Um, we say age is five plus, but you know I even practice with my three-year-old. You know just so he gets used to hearing these words, even if right now obviously he doesn't understand everything. He gets used to hearing these words, and it's rep- repetitive, and he's understanding. You know before long, because I did the same thing with my nine-year-old. You know, anytime I, I go to the bank and I have to withdraw cash, he's the one that counts it for me. Cause I'm like, Hey, make sure they didn't cheat me, you know? And I'm like, and also it's kind of teaching him, Hey, this is how I count money. This is what I should be doing when I go to the bank. This is what my dad is doing when he's coming to the bank. You know, this is some of the terminology he uses. Um, and now with the flashcards, he's starting to see those, ter- those terms in action. He's starting to see, okay, well, when my dad said he has cash or when he has money in the bank or when he's talking about wealth versus being rich, what do all these things mean? And now he has it in in terms that he can understand as well as see in in action. So I'm super excited about that. You know, I'm super excited about getting it into as many homes as possible you know I say every home in America and I don't you know I used to get nervous about saying things like that because I'm like that's unrealistic but what I've learned in my you know as I'm getting older and and a little bit wiser, you know I'm learning that you know you have to no matter what you believe whether it's being a Christian Buddhist whatever whatever you're putting into the atmosphere if you want it to come to fruition you know you have to speak it you know you have to make it plain you have to make that vision plain for you and you know and by saying it it gives me something to work towards and also. So, you know, puts it into the higher powers hands to say to see that I'm serious about it and that I'm going to work towards that goal in order to make sure that, you know, people aren't like, well, you know, we were a good family. We never talked about finances, you know, and I want to break that barrier for any family that's nervous to even mention it, nervous to talk about, it. you know, breaking that barrier, saying, hey, dad, hey, mom, hey, aunt, hey, grandma, I have, you know, these financial literacy cards. Let's sit down and look at them. Most of the time, you know. At us as adults would say, well, what are they reading? And we turn it over and now we're learning as well. And it becomes an
0: open conversation in those homes as well. Good stuff, doc. That's what it's all about, man. Josh, uh, hit us, hit us with that book info, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, well just, I wanted to piggyback on, on that real quick. I did mention I help businesses and brands. Um, so his brand that he didn't mention the finance doctor, um, is, is, is absolutely something that I'm proud of. Um, and, and even the, the projects that we worked on together, just, uh, I don't take it lightly that it's, it's, you know, he's my brother that, you know, he allowed me to collaborate and create graphics and, uh, you know, just work on the project with him. So, uh, on these projects and develop a, an actual brand and things like that. So, there's not anything I take lightly and something I'm incredibly proud of. So, um, I want to shout him out for that. So, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Clement Ogunyemi is the finance doctor.
0: Um, don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> hey i want before you before you do your deal so i want to say something to to doc too about we've had josh and i had a combo uh a, a few days ago you know talking about you know the cards and man just not only you know is he saying this like you know we're getting content or whatever but like it's a it's a support, you know, in the background, too. You know, he's like, man, them things are amazing. Like, I don't think he charged enough. Like, it's good stuff, you know. <laughs> like, like all of that, man. And and it's awesome when um, when you can have family that rock with you and support you and be down with you 100, whatever. Let's get it. You know, and, and that's, that again, that's another reason why we're doing this because, man, like, again, I can't say it enough, man. You guys are doing great things and love every ounce of it right and so Josh you go ahead man
1: yeah so and I know this isn't the section for it, but we talked about um as we, we me you, you and I talked the other day about collaboration over competition so yeah yeah um, it was it was a matter of you know taking uh taking a skill set or a knowledge base that he had and combining it with you know a talent um that I have and um so it's just it's a beautiful marriage and I'm, I'm like I said I'm incredibly proud of it um he also has a book that he wrote called 910. It's a church folks guide to financial discipline and living beyond tithes and offering. And what that is, it helps people, church folks, not just church people, but to to develop a budget and, and come up with a plan for spending their money because giving is great. And I'll talk about my book in a second, but giving is great, but you know, you need to have a plan, um, for, uh, for spending your money, for giving, and everything. So yeah, wanted to mention those two things, 910th Church Folks Guide to Financial Discipline and Living Beyond ties and Offering, as well as The Finance Doctor and his financial literacy flashcards. Like I said the other day, Chip, these things are off the chain.
0: Yeah, man.
1: I got all information, you know, to, to get you started. And even some, like you said, rudimentary terms, even some more advanced things that I learned from looking at them. So that was uh, pretty incredible so, um, man, get that man, get that man raised. i know right <laughs> <laughs> listen and we all gotta <laughs> eat man <laughs> yeah.
2: just to kind of um because joshua likes to be beyond modest although i keep telling him to stop doing that he also designed and did the format for my book as well um so if you need any type of that in any, any any type of yeah, graphics, man. any type of creative ideas,
0: yeah, he's
2: your guy. You know, and he—I—I I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why, and Alalu probably will harp on this too. He doesn't, you know, just really blow this out of the water because he's the boy is good. Man, <laughs> the boy hey, is good at what he does, and you know, hey. he knows how to bring an idea to life.
0: Yeah, so, he's, he's great at what he does, and you know, there's a um a guy that. You know, you guys that are checking out, you may have seen, you know, checked out his podcast and there's a cover on his podcast, you know, with a book on it, a red book, you know. Oh wait, that's mine. Oh, wait, he did that. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, and so, you know, just you know, just you know, proof, you know, you you see it. I mean, it's great stuff and he's doing great things, man. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. And um yeah. So uh,
1: I, I, you talked about support, and I'm going to keep this short just to lead into, you know, kind of some of the projects I've got. Um, but you talked about having a support system. That's why these guys are so um, instrumental. And, man, they're awesome because I, one day I hit them up and was just like, hey, what's something that uh, – just trying to figure things out for myself. And they constantly push me, as you can see. Um, but I hit them up just like, hey, what's something that, that I do well that comes easy to me that, that uh, other people might have trouble with? And it's funny that he just mentioned it because I wrote down to make sure I mentioned vision and bringing ideas to life. Mm. Um, and so I finally started to put a lot, of that, or a lot more of those things into practice for myself. As I said, I, I'm, I've been helping other businesses, other brands to build themselves, um, but finally started to put some of those things in practice for myself. I guess in order of uh, chronological order, I started uh, Kennedy's Courage, which is a nonprofit organization. Um, it's in the name of our daughter, Kennedy, um, who was born along with her twin, identical twin sister, Morgan, who unfortunately passed, um, within a day of, of their birth. They were born at 23 weeks. So they're considered super premature, um, at a pound, three ounces. So, um, that's it, it that just time, that time right there was an incredible time for us. It was, it was awful and terrible and terrific, all that stuff at the same time, just because, uh, I think we talked about the other day, Chip, you never really are prepared for a lot of certain a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really threw us in the fire and we had to learn how to be uh husband and wife because this happened two days after our, our wedding. We had to learn how to be parents on the fly, you know, in the hospital. And We spent six months in the hospital with our daughter as she uh went through surgeries on her brain and just about everywhere else. So and um it was a really uh tremendous experience. So we started that organization in her name to build, uh, awareness, not just around, um, her story of being super premature. Um, but, um, she's also been diagnosed with cerebral palsy and she's a fighter. She's a warrior and wanted to share that with the world, um, as well as build awareness around, uh, cerebral palsy. So that's our nonprofit organization, Kennedy's Curry. Um, and the last thing is the latest project uh, that I put out, is an ebook entitled tough times don't last tough people do Uh, and it's nine ways i got
0: you i got you
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's nine ways or nine half basically nine keys to help people get through challenging situations which um i was wanting to put it off and putting it uh putting the project out but it just became more and more pressing on me. And as we talked the other day, it, it's not about me. My experiences in life, Come on. it's not about me. And I'm really, even if it's one or two people, I'm holding somebody back from experiencing yeah. that and getting that message. So I put that book out, Tough Times Don't Last, Tough People Do. And it's really just a collection of things that I've learned uh, for dealing with tough situations. It talks about, you know, being consistent and being and persevering. And it's not just the encouraging stuff, it's got you know affirmations and quotes in there, but it's really got uh, tangible things like actual action steps. It, if you take one of those things out of the book, it'll, it'll change your life. So um, that's tough times, don't laugh, tough people do. You can order it today um, for the very special price of $20 and 20 cents. Um, and I thought it was, I thought it was necessary to brand it after this year because it's been pretty tough for a lot of people yeah. And uh, like I said, it, looking out and seeing how people were struggling and how people are taking these these kinds of times, and including myself, it just became very apparent that this was something that uh, I and people needed. So you can find that at Excel E X C E L U dot groovepages.com forward slash backslash I don't know slash this way. <laughs> <laughs> TTDL, that's tough times don't last, ebook slash index. Again, that's excelugrovepagescom slash TTDL ebook
0: slash index. Awesome, man. Thanks, Josh, for sharing that, man. I think uh just hitting on just want to kind of comment on some of the things that you were saying. I think that's why it's so important for us to you said you said something. You know, it's it's not about me. And I I say the same thing I realized a long time ago, it ain't about me, right? I think we can get to a place in our life where we understand and realize it's important for us to share those things that we grow through because not only um, have we become better, but there's a lot of people out there that will go through the same thing or worse you know, whatever. And so they need to know that, hey, man, like, if I can do it, trust me, you can too. And I think that it's awesome, man, that you, that you stepped out there and you got the book. And I I, I truly believe it's going to bless lots of people, man. So, Cap, you up. Hey, Chip, if you
2: would allow just one piggyback yeah. off of something Joshua said, just, yeah. just real yeah, quick. come on. And I, I know one of the things that, and he, he just jogged a memory of mine. And I, 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 I wouldn't feel right without saying, you know, um, most, almost ninety-eight percent of the things that we do um, are definitely beyond us, and I say that, for example, writing books, putting out flashcards, negotiating with a yeah. uh, a a factory in China, factories in China, you know, and dealing with publishers and publishing deals gone bad. Um, I, I used to get down about stuff like that and be like, man, this is difficult. Our people this people are crazy. How do they do this? But now, you know, as, as people are seeing these products out, it's showing them that, hey, you know, it's doable. Not only are the big people with, you know, a million, two million followers and yeah. all over TV, they're not the only ones that can do this. You know, little people from Ruston, Louisiana, Gramlin, Louisiana can do it. Then there's no excuse, you know. It's doable, and you know, since we've been doing these projects, people have been hitting us up, like, you know, how do you do it? You know, how did, you know, I want to write a book too. You know, can you help me? And I'm like, of course, you know, that's that's the 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 big goal is to show people, especially small town people, for you know, because we came from the country. Let's just be real. No matter where we live now, we came from the country, and we want to show small town people as well as people that have the resources that hey, it's doable. It doesn't matter who you are, you can do whatever you want to put your mind to and it's it's not as hard as people think
0: I'm, I'm glad you you said that doc uh the possibilities are possible you know and i'm, I'm glad that you hit on you know where you guys were from uh, and i didn't do that but i'm i'm really glad you did because now you know people can really see wow you like yeah like i've been trying to tell you you know i ain't playing like like they doing some real stuff <laughs> you know but it's awesome man thanks for mentioning that all right cap you up <laughs>
3: Well, first of all i'd be remiss if i didn't uh help out as a computer guy i need to i need to help out you joshua and everybody listening with this forward slash and backslash thing right (laughs) so let's let me help you out right so you read from left to right so if it's leaning away from the text like this that's called forward slash if it's leaning back into your text like this that's called backslash. Okay, thank you, everybody. Now, that was my lesson of the day, and I know that people are going to sit there and their minds are exploding that I just explained that to you. I don't know why I don't have uh, some better uh, explanations than that, but that's what we have. All right, so <laughs> for this season of my life, I, <laughs> <there it is. laughs> I, I wish, I, I hope that at some point you can have the meme fly across my face that says, the more you know, uh, <laughs> I think I'll be, Dan, you may not but you know that was before your time all right so in this season of my life chip I, i'll tell you uh, it's funny because in my profession you wouldn't imagine it but i think that i am probably the cheerleader of the bunch right so mm-hmm. I, my job and my my role in this family right now that i assess is the one that's uh that's just being supportive uh i think it's a shark tank as well so when they show us these products uh when i happen to see it before it gets released i feel like my job is to tell the unadulterated truth I don't say, oh, that's pretty cool. I don't have, I, I feel like I don't have the responsibility to lie to them. Uh, I, I have a responsibility to tell them that looks like garbage and you need to change it. Um, I think that I think that's an important role to play. Uh, now, one thing I do love about it though, what that creates, and I'm not saying I create it, obviously, because they're the ones that create it. But I think what that kind of environment creates, number one, it, it fosters that collaborative effort that everybody's talked about. And number two, it just, it allows you to have quality products and I, I think that's what i enjoy the most about their products when i read it when i look at their stuff i got clement's flashcards and i gave them to my daughter who's two years old and i learned to play around with it and she's just like she's doing the things that two-year-olds do and it was just cool to see like okay this is like this is not printed on construction paper this isn't like this something he found on the side of the road this is a real quality product and i look at it i told i told my wife man you can slap this in target or something and leave it on the shelf and if nobody even noticed the difference. They wouldn't say, "Oh, that that's a small-time guy from Rust, uh, yeah. Louisiana." They'll yeah. be like, "Oh, this is a quality product." And then I read Joshua's book. I'm the one. That I've read several kind. I read all kinds of books. Um, and a lot, a lot of people they categorize, categorize. Excuse me, I can't talk today. Uh, books in uh, self-help and all this kind of stuff. So when I read his book, though, I was like, "Man, this is this speaks volumes." And I told him that. I said, "I, I would love to tell you." how garbage it is and, and how you should say, you know, replace this word with that. Uh, and I would love to be the person to do that. But when I read it and I say, man, this is, this is an amazing book because it wasn't, as you mentioned, it wasn't just a book about, you know, hey, let me talk you up and make you feel real flowery. And then you, you close the book and you feel like you can charge the world, but you have nothing. Like, it actually had steps in there that you practical steps that you can take that I've already started taking, you know, I, I won't leak anything, but I did take one of those steps and I didn't find the money. Like he said, he did. So, uh, I, 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 but I, I'll, I'm not going to tell you what that is. Now I will tell you though. Uh, I have a couple of projects, um, uh, right now. I've already, I have a couple of children's books that I've actually written. Um, and of course, you know, uh, the person who's responsible for design will be Joshua. Um, again, something that people may not have seen coming up uh, as I've announced myself as United States Marine. Uh, but I, I typically don't like to, uh, uh, allow myself to fall into a stigma or to a box. Um, so with that being said, yes, I have a couple of projects. One is, one is, uh, is, is going to be coming forth in the next few months. And I'm looking at Joshua. I'm going to stare at him and put him on the spot here, uh, because he's going to do an excellent design. And I I look forward to seeing that, uh, seeing that come, you know, come to fruition because putting the words on paper is one thing, but seeing the, the ideas as I, I did a terrible job of, of explaining it to him what I actually wanted, <laughs> but seeing the ideas like come from my mind onto a paper uh, better than what I even imagined uh, is amazing. So uh, I do look forward to that. And um, again, the idea is that um, for this product to be launched, it's to start the conversation. Like Clement talked about, um, that's what I care about. I care about mothers and fathers and their children sitting down and having conversations that, that are meaningful life lessons that we can, If we can do it the right way, then we're sparking the conversation between that that mother, father, and that child. And I think that's what we need to reinstitute here in our country and here and across the world. Uh, If we want to see improvement, we need to bring back parents that are engaged and having good
0: conversations with their children. Chip, that's what I have for you for today. Awesome, man. Good stuff. Dan, how about yourself? Dude,
4: I – I literally, am, I'm kind of, I'm kind of holding back tears, man, because, yeah. uh, like I, 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 don't do a lot of reflecting. Like, you know, my, my education and all that taught me to, uh, taught me to reflect uh, more so self reflection, uh, but really just, just reflect on, on life and the times and all of that. Um, and I don't do a good job of that just because, you know, I'm always go go go. I've always been that way as long as I can remember. But man, just hearing and and remembering what all like these guys have done like for the past twenty five years of uh, I've been in existence was like wow. Like these are like when I you know I got those flashcards. Like I see my like all the things that they're doing. I'm like dang, these dudes are my brothers. Like yeah. I'm, I'm into them. They're not like they're not they're not <laughs> these big Instagram influencers or whatever yet. Yeah. But they're my brothers. You know what I mean? And it's you know sometimes that's that's I don't know that that's that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so just just being able to, to think about that and reflect on, like, all the things that they've told me in life. So, like, here's a story for you. This is kind of random. But, like, my <laughs> – like, I, I just think back on the times, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a chubby fifth grader, fourth, fifth, sixth grader. And, you know, my oldest brother taking me to the gym – Uh, basketball, by the way, Um, and for those of you that don't know Clement, Clement, um, you don't want to play pickup basketball with Clement, because inevitably, within about 35 minutes or less, um, he's going to kick the ball, he's going to hold it, because the call wasn't right, uh, he's going to fuss, the first game is never going to get over, I mean, these are just things that happen. But I just remember I'm significantly younger than everybody else there. And, you know, I'm there on the court playing basketball because of him. Um, And then Josh, you know, Josh. (laughs) Josh first told me, told me about what sex was, you know, and that conversation was very interesting. I remember it, um, but that's just the type of person he is. You know, he was always the one to, like, teach stuff, right, Uh, which, you know, his teaching methods were interesting. And then Lalu comes along, and he was in, in age, he's the closest one to me, until until uh, Zay came around uh, more uh, and stayed with us. But he's the one closest in age. So we experienced a lot together, even though he was still um, somewhat older. And my psychology brain goes to, so like, man, I wonder if, you know, he and my wife are literally the same age. So I wonder if I, uh, if that was a coincidence. Anyway, Um but, but just to look at like all those things that happened to now, it's just just really, really interesting to me. Um, I don't really like talking about myself at all. I joke that I do, but I, I really don't. It's, it's uncomfortable for me. But um, two things that I really am interested in, I live in what's dubbed as, oftentimes is one of the whitest cities in America. Um, and the way that I got into diversity and inclusion um, was because I just started getting actively involved and people would see me. And uh, it was almost in some ways an assumption and in some ways a a forced direction of, uh, we need to talk about diversity and inclusion. Um, And I'm one of those people, I'm very optimistic. I'm like, all right, cool. But is it gonna help people? Cool, let's do it. Um, And I wanna make sure that people that's not a barrier for people any no longer. Um, if somebody wants to go into counseling, if they want to go into accounting, if they want to go into whatever it is that they're going to be looked at beyond the token and I'm one of those people uh, even even in the summer of this year, I dubbed myself an ally for allies um, and it's uncomfortable. you know what I mean It's uncomfortable to always have to talk about diversity and inclusion. It's uncomfortable to, to be the token, um, but if me being the token means being a better my my kid. Uh, who 's going to grow up in in this country? I assume um, if it means a better future for my kid and i 'll be that token um, if it means a better a better present and a future for my peers that are uh, especially in in places like springfield and and beyond, then I want to be that token um, and i 'm going to do it with stride and i 'm going to trust that uh, my faith in God is going to carry me um, further and then the other passion point of mine like I mentioned is mental health. Um, We learned this year about a lot of disparities health-wise, specifically with with people of color, um, and right alongside that is mental health. There is this inequity, there's this disparity, there's this um, this loss. (laughs) <laughs> of mental health and and specifically the black community and with black men you know we're we're men we don't talk about those things we don't talk about depression we don't talk about crime we don't talk about suicide we don 't talk about anxiety you know what i 'm saying we don't talk about the, the toxic toxic masculinity and the things that we are supposed to do and, and how we're supposed to look as men um, we don't we don't talk about um, and as black people about. Uh, you know, we talk about that's white people stuff, you know, and things of that nature. And, and you know, you're black. You're, your ancestors didn't come over here for you to be depressed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, those are the conversations we have. And one of the biggest passion points of mine and, and what I hope to accomplish is, is delineating those stigmas. Right. So I do believe there is a such thing as manhood. Um, but I also believe that the ways in which we've been taught manhood can be a little bit misleading. And it can cause people to to be non-human and it can cause mental illness to to rise, especially after a time like 2020 that's taught us that we're all human and we don't know what to expect and we don't know uh, what we don't know. So those are, I mean, the projects that I work on are more than likely going to surround those things in hopes of building a better life and future for my family.
0: Man, love it. Love it, Dan. Uh, I think, you know, just... reflecting on hearing all you guys talk, I think it's amazing that, you know, a couple of y'all, except for maybe Cap, said, uh, like, I don't like talking about myself, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but, uh, but, you know, first, you know, and then you, and then, and he did as well, I'm just messing with, but then he went in and, you know, all of you guys said something about one of the other brothers first before you said something about yourself, right? And so to me, man, I, I think that, that that's awesome too and showing the respect uh the great respect you have for each other the great love you have for each other um the great man, i don't know just cheerleading efforts uh, that you have for one another man i think it's awesome and it's great to have that like like it's one it's one thing it's one thing to be doing those things which is really cool you know what i'm saying to be groundbreakers in what you're doing but then when you got the true genuine authentic i'm gonna tell you the truth cuz i love you love <laughs> you know behind you man it's nothing better than that i mean it's 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 nothing better than having that and that goes into what i want to uh, hit on now just want to kind of reflect on you know what this time has been for you guys and where we are now with the families and for people going into of the new year. Normally, you know, when you do content, you don't time stamp it with, you know, this time we got this. but I think it's important for us to really just, and Josh and I hit on this a little bit, you know, where we are making it through COVID, you know, trudging through COVID, you know, the things that we reflected on and we were able to do as we go, what we learned as we go into the, the new year, what are some reflections you may have that will possibly help people based off of what you've experienced? And so we'll just go around again and, uh, and and Clement, if you want to start. Sure.
2: You muted. It. Sorry, someone was trying to call me while I'm doing this call. Um, but I think one of the biggest things um that I that I've learned is is the importance of having a supportive family. Um because um I said I, I shared with what well, they know, and Dan also knows because we've had conversations. But I started my own mental health journey this year, you know, as far as finally putting that stigma to the side that, hey, if you struggle with any type of depression, mental health, you're crazy and people are going to look at you differently. And I was like, you know, it took this many years, you know, 33 years for me to realize it's okay. You know, we all struggle with some type of depression, some type of um, and I hate to call it mental disorder or disability because that puts a negative connotation with it but we, we all struggle with something that that kind of pulls us down at times and um what I talked to my counselor about is you know these times are trying you know it's it, it's more important now to seek out the help that you need because yeah. everybody's at home everybody's trying to adapt to the new normal the kids are at home you're Spouse might be at home, and I've talked to people whose spouses were traveling all the time. They would literally pass each other in in the airport a lot of times, and now they're at home. All the time together. Um, so one of the things that you know I found extremely useful is being able to reach out to family, you know, and feel even closer to them than I ever felt before. Because hey, I need you. I, I gotta lean on you now because times are different, times are challenging, you know, things are are way different than what we're used to. So not only being able to talk to my family and and have that strong support system, um, but also being able to seek the mental health, um, the mental help um that I need to improve my mental health. You know, and it's it's funny that it did take, you know, 2020 for me to finally say, all right, that's it. No more mm. excuses, no more BS, none of that. We're we're gonna get the help that we need. Um so my my main point of advice is to lean on those that that love you, that support you. Um I've been I've been fortunate like Dan, I try I'm trying not to uh shed a tear or two, you know, but you know, I've been very fortunate and very blessed to, you know, have I, by far, and I tell people all the time, I say, I have the best, the best support system ever. And because they're not going to sugarcoat things, you know, they're not going to say, hey, that's great. And it's not, you know, and we have an understanding that, yeah, it might sting, we might have to revisit the conversations later, but we have that, that type of relationship where, you know, if Alalu tells me, hey, bro, that, I, I don't get it and I ain't seeing it and I'm not trying to hear it because he, he's very stubborn in case you guys didn't know that he's super stubborn. He's yeah, probably the most stubborn person outside of our father that I've ever met him, Dan and Ethan and my dad, <laughs> but you know, you know, even having those conversations, cause you know, I, at times my I'm the oldest kind of stands up, but then I come back to him the next day, like, Hey bro, You're right. And, and, you know, believe it or not, I listen when they talk. You know, they're younger than I am, but I listen. And they know it. You know, I'll I'll text one of them one day, like, hey, bro, I can't, I'm not wrapping my brain around X, Y, Z. I need your help. Like, I, I need you to walk me through this. You know, when it came to mental health, you know, I would hit Dan up. I was like, this is your profession, bro, like. I don't know how to, I don't know what the process looks like. I've seen it on TV. I know how to talk to a counselor from TV, but TV is not reality, you know? And I was like, it's gonna be very uncomfortable. It's gonna be an emotional time. And so I, I was able to lean on my brothers, lean on my sisters, my parents, you know, and really just lean into the, the dynamic that, you know, our family has built that, you know, no question is off limits, you know, no, no issue is, is off limits. And I've, I've done a better job in 2020 of just being open Um, Because I was like, I don't, it doesn't make me feel like less of a man as Dan alluded to earlier, you know, it doesn't make me feel like less of a black person to have doubts and have questions doesn't make me feel like less of anything to be able to talk to my younger brothers to be able to, you know, um, say, hey, I'm struggling with mental health, hey, I'm struggling with understanding XYZ and well, how would you guys handle it? So I think the biggest things are having that, that big, strong support system, whether it's family or a group of strong friends um, and, and taking care of your mental health, just
0: like we try to take care of our, our bodily health. Love it, man. Love it. Hey, Chip. Yes, sir. Um,
4: I'm not going last this time. Um, I think this year... <laughs> I
0: think
4: this year has um, put a lot of things into perspective. I, I just think it's... Um, it's been a humbling year. It's been a reality check. It's been a gut check. Um, and for me, it's, it's, a, it's enabled me to get closer to my faith. Like God, it, it's been just, cause you don't know, like you just don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, like Clement mentioned earlier, like it does, it really doesn't matter what religion or spirituality or faith you ascribe to as long as you ascribe to some type of faith. Obviously for me and I, I think the rest of us still, we're, we're Christians. Um, and we, we, we ascribe to the Christian faith. Um, and that works, it works for me, it's worked for me for for all of my life, and I anticipate it working for me for the remainder of my life.
0: I'm gonna go Um, church on you, amen. Lights,
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, y'all ain't trying to talk to me.
0: Come on, hey, come on, somebody. Uh, (laughs) uh,
4: But, but, dude, it's like, uh, I mean, those types of things just really like this year has. It shed a light on that, and it shed a light on so many things that don't matter, um, yeah. and the things that I believe really do matter. So like, uh, to circle back around what Clement was t- just talking about in the support, I think one of my favorite things is uh, like when I get a notification on my phone or, or I wake up the next morning, and it's like 1 or 2 a.m. Central Time, and I see that my brother Alalu is on my LinkedIn page liking things from the last month, three months, and I'm like, First of all, I know that we're, he's two hours behind me, but this is still pretty late to be on LinkedIn. (laughs) But it does my heart some, it it, it makes my heart so warm to know that, like, you know, he'll he'll check and see what, what's going on, you know? And I, I, I'm, I just, I know that's what he does for, for all of us. And um, just knowing that like faith and family have always been the biggest things to me, like always, always, always. And so just to have a year that fortunately and unfortunately have reminded me that those are the most important things uh, has just been really cool.
0: Man. Love it, man. Thanks for jumping in there, Dan, and, and sharing that. And, and now I agree with that faith and fa- Well, for, thanks for taking us to church, but then uh, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> the, the faith and family peace, that's what it's all about, man. You know, uh, at the end of the day, Um, yeah, we have all of these other things going on and all of that stuff, but really if we can hone in and continue to develop our faith and our family and regardless of what happened, that's going to be there, the period, you know, and that's important. So thanks for sharing that. All right, Josh.
1: Yeah. So before I go on, I I, I
0: realize I I did a number for the finance
1: doctor, but, uh, I definitely want to... Something that we've, we've done lately and I think we saw like in a lot of different places is, um, you know, a conscious effort to give our loved ones a flowers. You know, mm-hmm. let, letting us know, letting each other know how we appreciate each other and, you know, really taking a step back and looking at the journeys that each of us have taken. And man, it's like, it we'll get to one day, we don't have time today, but man, these dudes have been through some stuff. And I man, I've seen them. Yeah. I've seen them grow and develop, man. And even as a, I, I'm a person who can, who can look at things from different perspectives as Dan said, and I, so I can take my shoes, up, uh, jump into another pair of shoes. And like, if I'm looking in from the outside, I'm like, this dude is legit. Even, <laughs> even if I wasn't his brother, you know? So um, I talked about Clement and then Olala, who's, a, I don't know, if he, he kind of glazed over it, but he's a captain in the United States. Marines. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Cap- like that's not a, that's not common. Come on, man! That's and that's my little brother, and that's let my go. brother, the black marine captain. You know what I'm mean? um, saying? <laughs> hey, <and> then, <coughs> hold on, man! Hold on, wait. wait it's just one thing, though. One big thing, brother one card. Thing. No, because I gotta brag. I'm gonna come to you. I gotta get through. No, no, no.
4: but I wanna brag on Alalu, though, real quick.
1: Okay, at the end of mine. Okay, all right. Well, so, so uh, Pastor, tell me when you're done. So I so want
4: nobody else I- jumping in. I it. It.
1: So. So anyway, he's a captain in the United States Marines, and that to me is a really big deal because I don't know any other United States Marines captains, and that's truthfully speaking. So that's something I'm incredibly proud of. And there's a lot of times, even today, listening to both of my little brothers speak, even my big brother, but listening to them, it's like in my brain, I still got them at 12 years old. I still got Dan as a little Mm. fat fifth grader. Um, and I was teaching him how to shoot a basketball, you know, and things like that. So and having to talk with him, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I don't remember that exact conversation, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, those, those types of moments are are kind of what's in my brain. So like sitting here listening to him talk, it's yeah. like it's like what, like this dude, man, and so it's it's really impressive um and to hear Lalu Cap talk about uh leadership and things like that which he talked about the last time on your podcast and I'm like hey bro you need to dust that off that was good stuff yeah um like like wrap it up some type of way we need to get that out there share that again um and then Dan who I call I I dubbed him the network king because man he's the he's a vor- voracious networker and he he gets into circles and he is his career proves that networking works and he he's got he knows what he's doing he knows how to go into conversations meet the right people and uh, and position himself to take advantage of opportunities and i think that's a a very rare skill set and it's something that's really special and very unique to him um dan go ahead you wanted to talk about lalu and then i then i'll finish I, i'll answer the actual question
4: <laughs> yeah I, I meant to i meant to say this a minute ago i've shown um two former marines like. They always ask me where he is, what he does. And I say, just a second, and I go to his LinkedIn page <laughs> so I can so I can get it right. I also do that with my dad when they ask him what he teaches, which is a trick question, um, because I don't think he does. But he did send me a text one time that I screenshot it and I tell them and they're like, Oh, okay. Um, anyway, I but I I've shown two former Marines like his LinkedIn and all that he's doing. <laughs> And they're like, wow, this is impressive. And to me, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like I don't I don't really know what those things mean. Um, but one of them told me that that his career thus far has him pretty close to being a major, which is like, wow, wow. Like to Joshua's point, I don't know another captain in the Marines, white, black, or anything else. And then a major and you know, I'm I'm biased because I want him to get out because you know, I'm 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 scared like that. I'm I'm yeah. I'm just little yeah, bit. Yeah. but at the same time it's like dude keep going man do what you gotta do. Maybe you'll be attorney general one day and we can get some sets. Uh sorry, never mind. That's a different podcast. But um just anyway, that's that's the type that's the anyway, that's what I wanted to say. I can I can I can go on.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey Dan, that's major.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, Chip, hey. Man, I was going to drop a major pain reference.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Chip Baker show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's go.
0: We ain't playing with him. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Josh, but you want to finish up, man? <laughs> yeah, so to
1: me, though, like, the, I, I think the biggest takeaway um, for this year has been kind of like um, clarity mm. um, because what it showed me, um, and they talk, they all talked about honesty and I didn't want I don't want to sound too, I don't want to keep regurgitating, but I'll try to add a little bit something to the conversation, talking about having a support system and being honest and, and unabashed in our reviews and, and, <laughs> and commentary. Um, and it's, it's great, um, because it helps to maintain focus and even times where I'm not talking to my brothers, there's times where I might send a, I might send a text message. Uh, Especially to a lot of them, like, hey, man, I need you. He's like, let uh, call me, and I, I may not even end up calling, but just to know that he's there, yeah. um, and like I said, to know his skill set. Look, I got a project. I need to get over the finish line. I need X, Y, Z. I need somebody to take some notes for me. I need this and that, and to have that, have him ready, locked and ready to go, is a big deal for me. Um, and I think back, even in tough situations, Clement talked about mental health and and having struggles with struggles but dealing with anxiety or different things like that. I'm be like, hey boys, man, I need y'all right now. I'm just like, you know, holler at your boy or whatever. Um, but then I'm able to have those internal conversations, those honest conversations with myself. And that's what that's the biggest thing for this time. It helped me to realize, um, which is how the book came about. It helped me to realize like before pre-pandemic, I, had, I so last October, is when I lost my full-time employment and so I was kind of forced to make my side hustle my main hustle and I really had to get after it and then several projects fell through like by December so we're talking about mm-hmm. October to December like so much fell through because I was I was actually excited when when I first uh, lost my job I was like man all right this is time and then so many things fell through um, and then it was it, it left me searching for employment again Um and so many doors got closed in my face and things like that. But all this time really showed me was this wasn't foreign to me. You know, like I'd been in tough situations before, and somehow like figured out, a way, figured it out. You know, I had a, a kind of a crisis mode I went into um, to help me deal with it. So by the time, by the time people started locking down and freaking out about the pandemic, man, I, I was already about six months in to my <laughs> into yeah. my quarantine. You know, so. It was, or, or my social distancing. So it was, it was almost that, I guess, like I said, the clarity, having those honest conversations and uh, realizing that whenever you focus on something, that's the thing that gets tested the most. So mm. the, coming into this year, everybody thought it was cute. Talking about 2020 is the year of focus, 2020 vision. Everybody thought that was cute. Well, how well can you maintain your focus when everything is going on around you? Like how well can you maintain your focus? And so to wrap that up, it's it's been a great time for me to just really sit back and, and see, man, this is nothing brand new to me. I know how to get through this situation. I can actually help other people do the same thing and, and sitting having those tough conversations, finding my own voice um, and being able to, articulate what thoughts and feelings I'm having uh, and even being able to articulate that in book form or whether it's creative design I've been able to unlock so much creativity just by being able to be honest with myself and just creating that that creative flow um, so I, I won't I won't keep going but yeah it's definitely been the the clarity and the, those honest conversations with myself and um
0: uh, maintaining focus love it man clarity Honest conversation, maintaining focus, man. I know Dan, you've hit on on a couple of things, man. Anything else you have on reflections?
4: I got the floor again.
0: Man, come on. Hey, you know, hey, I got hey, you know, the last time, the last time we did this, you know, it was an issue because you like chip, they don't never let me talk, man. Like, uh, like, I'm the youngest <laughs> in well, I'm going to hey, go
3: man. ahead and jump in there because uh, he doesn't need
4: to stop I was going to let me think of something to say uh, before I bless you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to go ahead and hit my reflections before that starts with his rants. Uh, so, uh, so, just to put it in perspective, I came home from overseas early in the spring. Um, the closer I got home, the more crazy things were getting. Um, it was just weird, just... You know, to be honest with you, I thought it was something that would blow over real quickly. Uh, I was obviously very wrong, uh, but something is just in reflection real quickly before Daniel goes on his rant. Um, so one of the first things I realized is that you know it's a hard time to lead. You know, and that's not just talking about military officers. I mean, just across the board uh, to lead families, to lead churches. It's just a hard time to lead. You know, so I just knowing that i looked at my own pastor and i was thinking about his decision the, the pressure of when do we open the church or or, or what happens and you know I, I just thought about it i was like man i admire his ability to even show up on sundays whether it be virtual well it is virtual right now but to, i admire his ability to be able to just show up and just speak uh knowing that people Are always like doubting his decisions. If you were to open a church, God forbid one person uh, gets sick and then everybody's like, oh, well, you shouldn't open it. And you have other people when he won't open it say, oh, well, you're just being overly cautious. So that was the first thing I I thought of when just reflecting on this year. And the second thing is perception. Um, Perception of the year, Joshua already talked about focus. I'm not going to dive in on that, but that just just sometimes the perception of the situation could be a lot worse. depending on how we decide to, uh, to look at it. So uh, that's the second thing. And the third thing, I'm, I'm going to open up a Shark Tank moment here, Chip, if you would allow me. Let's uh, get it. Because words mean things, right? So I'm going to point out, and it just happens to be at Dan. The first thing is, I think Dan said he wanted to marry me if I understood what he said a minute ago about me and his wife being the same age. Um, the second thing I want to correct, <laughs> the second thing I wanted to correct is, he said twice that he talked to former Marines. And I assure you that every Marine uh, that's listening again right now was cringing and both times he said that because there's no such thing as a former Marine. Um, once a Marine, always Marine. But the thing about... My, my really,
4: apologies. My apologies.
3: That's okay. And then you mentioned attorney generals, which I, I don't even know what you're talking about at that point. Uh, <laughs> but the last <laughs> thing I truly want to focus in on is something he said that, that made me cringe a little bit uh, and a lot of it. Uh, I started twitching a little bit. He said token. He referred to himself as a token. He said it multiple times. So in my typical self, I looked up the word token. And the main thing that I want to drive at is the token, a token in its, in its definition, right? Now I'm thinking about definitions. is a voucher that you use to exchange for a good or service. That is a one time mm. transaction. Whereas what I look at us as whether you're black or you're any kind of minority, you are an investment for that company. Because an investment is an asset or item acquired with the goal of generating income or appreciation, which means your contribution is ongoing. So never again, anybody, anywhere, whether you're here or there or under or whatever Dr. Seuss says, I was trying to think of that quote. No matter what you do, do not refer to yourself as a token. You are an investment in your company. You are an investment for that company. You're an investment for your family.
0: You're, <laughs> I said everybody, Come on. You know, not yelling. Let's, let's go. Let's, hey, like, unmuted. Let's go to church. Come on. Let me hey. Let me, hey. Let me. hey, hey, hold on. Hey. Hey, man. I had to I had to had to look at the pocket square, right? I had to look at it twice. Pull that boy out and be like, oh, come on. Come on. Let, I had to drink
2: some water on that one, Chip. Man, hey. Hey man, hey, saying the word that boy, you didn't, didn't. I felt it
0: deep in my spirit, chip. Hey, hey man, to, the 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 usher, not the usher, with the R. the usher, <laughs> brought the the little uh, the water jug with the uh, <laughs> cup with the macaroni and everything.
4: Come hey let me let me. I, and I, I do appreciate that comment. Let me let me clarify. I I I don't view myself as a token. Um, I'm calling it what it is. I think there are a lot of people. Um, <clears throat> That talk about diversity and inclusion and their first thing is, oh, let me go get this, let me go get this black guy. I know he's uh he'll come in and do it. You know what I mean? Um and I think to a lot of people I am a token. Um so I was using that language, but for me, I'm a trailblazer man. There's a lot of things that I'm getting to do that um, many people don't. Um, and I'm I'm aware of that. I, I'm getting to do things that I probably <laughs> frankly I shouldn't get to do. Um, if it was just up to me, and so my tokenism is is not based on my own internal what I believe my own internal, internal value value to be. I think that's based on what people are trying to ascribe, and it's almost you know it's almost to to the tune of me taking that term back, and rephrasing it, repurposing it, reusing it to say, nah, you can you can be me as a token, but I'm going to show you why I'm not and how I'm much more than that. So no, I definitely appreciate that. I, I don't personally feel like I'm a I'm you would never, never, never hear me describe myself as um, enjoying being a token. You know what I mean? But um, if it takes another person's tokenism to get me there in order for me to to open a door and do more for other people, I'm, I'm game. And then they'll, and then I'll eventually not be a token because other people will be there with me.
2: So, okay, that was two, that was incredible insight, In by the way, Cap. I, 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 yeah. I like that analogy. That was that was really cool.
0: Yeah, like, I couldn't hey, stop
2: smiling. That was dope. Yeah, man. Are
1: you just, still man. collecting signatures? Yeah, man, I am. And what, okay, one I'm saying, thing I asked I, you, what you were working on, and that's a pretty big deal, man. Chip, he, he, his face is popping up on billboards and stuff now. And he doesn't even know how to talk about stuff he's doing.
0: <laughs> Let's go, man. So go. So Dan, I'm gonna come back to it, you. Give it to us, man. Come
1: on. Dan, I want you to talk about that. But Chip, I did want to mention this too. I know we all like to make a point to uh to honor our parents too. And we, oh, talked, about a doubt. Tough, yeah, we talked about those yeah. tough conversations and having yeah. honest conversations, and that's the culture that we came up in. Like my mom would say, you know, if if you have a big head, you're gonna know you have a big head before you got into the world, you know, and you're not gonna get your feelings hurt. So that's the type of environment we came up in, and is that we loved each other, but we and we loved each other hard. Yeah. Um, so if, if if anything was out of place or, or somebody didn't brush their teeth for a couple of weeks, you'll know uh, it. We we were on, we stayed on top of each other, like you know what I'm saying. Even even now, if somebody's not looking in too good a shape, um, you know we let each other know. Or well, if we're not dressed appropriately, you know, we, we we don't let it slide. You know what I'm saying? So it's, We talked about that last week, Chip, you know, about iron, and, iron sharpening iron. Like, it's oh. not always pretty. But you know oh. what
3: I'm saying?
1: We, uh, we, we don't let each other live, you know what I'm saying? But it... It cuts away, but you know it makes yeah. us better. It's almost like that pruning process, you know, if if we are our about plants and things yep. like that. So it's like all that fluff and extra fat that we have. Like we are constantly like trimming the fat. We're constantly getting down to what really matters. Like, hey, dude, you're legit. Stop. Even even our own limiting talk and limiting beliefs. Like, man, get out of it, man. You're good. Like, talk about it. It's yeah. okay to brag on yourself. And and for us, I, for all four of us, it is difficult. Like. That's not the type of environment we came from to be braggadocious. Um, Yes, to be confident, absolutely, but not to talk about it. My dad didn't teach us a lot of things, but we saw him go to work every day. We saw him provide for the family. There's so many things just going, being a parent now, it's like, oh, uh, oh, the patience that he had. Oh, this, oh, that. And all those things were caught um, and not necessarily taught. So I wanted to make sure that we shout out our parents who who gave us that tough love, who provided yeah. the example, and um, everything that we've said here today, like, is a reflection of things that we we were either told and or showed. More importantly, showed you know throughout our lives. So um, to to our parents, man, I, I want to like a, like we've been saying, like we we try to make it a point to to give uh, flowers while we're living because. And we're just getting started because we're just starting to realize, man, this is the power that we really have, man. This is really where we came from, man. This is really who we are. Um, So with that, Dan, please talk about uh, what you're currently doing, please, sir.
4: So here's like another, so you mentioned the billboard, which they're kind of separate, but they they eventually will go hand in hand. Like um, an organization around here asked me uh, to be a part of a shoot, to be on their billboard. Um, and this is why, this is why the token thing is always in my head because uh, being in a place like Springfield, Missouri, is like, man, why are they asking me? Are they asking me because of what I've got to do here? Or are they asking me because I'll look good as, as a diversity piece? And I think, I think unfortunately for a lot of people of color that will all, not always, but that that's, that's oftentimes what's in their head. Um, <clears throat> anyway. I agreed um, and uh, it's united way uh, and and the thing that they they asked us to do was statement live united for uh, whatever um, and I said for our future generations because uh, I do think that's very important it's important to live united if you know anybody who knows me who talks to me my mind immediately goes to not how rich I can get, not how much I can benefit from this, but who else can I bring to the table to be a part of this? Who else can I plug um, sometimes in in lieu of me? Like I don't need another thing on my plate right now. Who else can I plug? Who else can I bring? Who else can I whatever? Um, And typically it's probably gonna be someone from a marginalized community because I am able to, uh, you mentioned a networking a minute ago, I'm I'm able to network with many different groups. and that's hopefully going to help have a wide net of referral systems to say, if you need someone to do, be a part of this organization, be on this board or to speak at this, and I have those people I can, I can plug. And that's always the goal. Um, and selfishly speaking, i have a two-year-old. And so with those things combined, um, I decided to run for school board. Um, this was something that um, my wife and I, we've talked for the last couple of years probably just about, Public service in general, uh, what it would look like to be uh, city council or a senator or something of that nature. And then when this opportunity was presented to me, um, I think it made sense for both of us. Uh, My wife is not a a readily yes type of person. She likes to think about it, she likes to poke holes in it. She is, uh, if I'm an optimist, she's for sure the opposite. (laughs) Um, And it works, it definitely works. It keeps me grounded, it keeps me into reality um but before we would even talk to talk to each other about it i texted her and told her and she said yes immediately um and i decided to run for school board and so i'm in the process of of doing that right now for the springfield public schools r12 board of directors uh board of education directors and i'm i'm, I'm hopeful for that that's something that uh, i always mentioned I, I never we went to a small school we went to the smaller school where we're from um But my dad was always there. My mom was always there. In fact, we were playing basketball yesterday, um, which my arm is sore today, by the way. Uh, We were playing basketball. My mom walked outside, um, and it was such a nostalgic moment because she started saying some of her traditional um, chants, if you will. (laughs) And it was such a nostalgic (laughs) moment. It just brought back that memory. And I want to try to do that not only for my kid, obviously, but just for other kids in general. So that went into that decision, and and that's a – that is a huge project that I usurped a minute ago. Pretty big deal, huh, Chip?
0: Man, so good, man. So, so good. And I think, you know, just, and I I said this when we started, and I'll I'll say it again, man, just, just great guys doing great things from a great family. You know what I'm saying? And, and so, I mean, it's just, I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Uh, I know that, man, y'all are such a blessing to so many people. Uh, You know, starting with your family, you know, but then the impact that you're making throughout the world, it'll be felt forever. You know, that positive ripple effect of what you guys are doing. And I really commend you, man. Just, I don't know, just reflecting on, like you said, you know, from a small town, you know, the thing that you guys, the magnitude of what you're doing, your things I think is so amazing. And it's a true testament to people that, you know, if you just hold firm to your faith, work hard, do right, treat people right you know, continue to grow, Uh, you know, all of those things you guys mentioned of what you're doing in your reflections. If you just, you know, focus in and do those things, you're going to be all right. And, And there is no limit. Like there is no, like, like all of us here, like, like, bro, it ain't no limit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, if, if whatever it is, you can think to dream, to be, to create, to see, to do like the possibilities are possible. And we're a true testament of that, man. Like, like every one of us that's on this call, like, if you would have told us, you know, way back when we was kids, like, man, you're going to be doing, you're going to be a captain. Like, bro, like, you know, you're going to be school board, you know, like the literacy doctor, you know, like, like, you know, changing people's lives, you know, like, man, this is crazy. You know, like, like it blows you away. Like when you're able to reflect on it, but then it also makes you be, you know, truly thankful to the big man for blessing you to be able to be in those shoes and, I think one of you guys said, you know, I don't take it lightly, you know? And so, you know, in closing, man, I just want to say again, man, thank y'all so much uh, for taking the time to hang out uh, with the Success Chronicles. Thank you, too. Man, thank y'all for what you do. And I want to say this, too, man, to your parents, you know, amazing job raising uh, great people, you know, like like the struggle. You know, we, we know the struggles, Right. <clears throat> You know, and those of you that are watching, you you know the struggles, like of w- of what it takes to raise one. <laughs> you know, you know, like like it's hard. <laughs> like life is hard. Like it's like like life is tough, right? But then when you can raise, you know, several, and and every one of them just be great people, you know, like it, it's amazing, man. And it's a true testament to your parents and your family, and, and of course the big man. We can't can't. Faith you know is where it starts and, and ends with everything, so again, thank you guys, thank you all for checking out this uh success Chronicle segment. We'll see you next time. God bless
2: go get it.